Good morning, everyone. Um, we're coming today from Ormo Baths in Belfast. Um, the time is 29. It's Tuesday, the 13th of November. How are we all doing? Ethan, how are you doing? Doing very well. Very tired. Just back from a weekend away in Kerry there. So feeling refreshed, ready to hit the, hit the week hard this week and get a lot of stuff done. Awesome. Um, yeah, so thanks very much for everybody who's listened so far and we got quite a lot of good feedback from the last episode, even though it was a bit of a faff, even though it was a bit <laughs> of a... Um, we're still not quite sure what we're doing just yet with this, but... Um, it's an interesting experience. It's been pretty fun, so um, thanks very much for, for listening. Um, yeah, so today, Ethan, we want to talk about self-development. Mm-hmm. Um, so... If I was to ask you, like, like, what does self-development mean to you and why is it important? Um, for me personally, I like to try and if, if I'm doing something, I, I like to try and do it to, to the best of my ability. And to further that, I then like to try and learn as much as I can from, from different areas. So like if I'm, if I'm giving a talk or, uh, or a presentation somewhere, I'll maybe... Uh, buy a buy a book uh, about public speaking, or I'll maybe uh, go onto YouTube and, and uh, watch a couple of TED talks or something like that. There, try to get a, a, as much information from as many different sources to further my own development in that particular area. And I think you can you can translate that across into into any skill, into any uh, any hobby, any uh, any any passion that you might have. Um, <clears throat> it's, I think for me, it's a bit different. Um, Academically, me growing up, I, I maybe wasn't. Um, if you look at my my own CV and my academic achievements, it maybe wouldn't be that strong. So I think for me, um, trying to utilize self development is more a case of trying to make up for lost time, maybe. Um, so, um, but that's that, that's very true because you 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 as say it in tech news and examples, hmm. you're saying. Uh, and like you, you weren't maybe academically successful in, in your own in your own words, mm. but which I actually don't think is true. But uh, at the same time, if you recognise that, you're able to think to yourself, well, there's maybe other areas that I can I can develop in, which is partly what self development is all about. It's about utilising other areas in your life and, and pushing them forward to mm. become a better a better version of what you are. I suppose like. Probably need to give a bit of context to what self development is. I think it's just just getting better at something. Um, it's, it's getting better at things that are going to help you maybe in in your life, in your career, in your business, in your your friendship circle, in your your hobbies. It, it could be like so many things. But for me personally, um, yeah, like like it's it's been so relevant. Even um, I've been out on my own now for three years and. Self development along the way has been has been key, you know. So, um, so I think it's especially so when you're like you say, in, in in the first couple of months of of you going out in your own, because uh, all the responsibilities put entirely on yourself. And when you're at such a, such an early stage, uh, unless you've you're lucky enough to get uh, immediate and an immediate bubble of income from from a family member or something like all the responsibility on, on running a business or or starting a new venture like that is entirely on yourself and so 
the only thing that you can uh, really capitalize on is, is how much of your, your time and your own self-development can you put into that. And, and the thing is, if you, if you start that self-development earlier than, than most people, you're going to be at a, a, a better starting point when you eventually do make that decision to say start a business or start a new venture or whatever it might be because you'll have years of, of, of experience of maybe reading different books and listening to different podcasts and watching different videos on YouTube and, and learning new skills yourself and, and trying, trying to push yourself in all those different areas and then it might come to the point where you're starting a new venture and you can you can go back to all that different information mm-hmm. that you've learned from all over the years and it might be back in the far end of your mind but you'll still be able to remember certain things and you'll you'll get more more of an advantage than, than most people so if I was to ask you a question um, what could you say that like even like an example for everybody listening um, what what yeah, like so. In terms of self development, what have you practiced at that now that you you would say, oh, I'm, that's helped me? Like, would it be photography? Would it be something like that? Or well, you can. I suppose you could. You could use photography as as yeah, an example. Photography. So, like, um, so I suppose over the last couple couple of years, I've I've gotten very into photography as a hobby, uh, more so and. I suppose it was a it was a brand new skill and well it sort of was and it wasn't I was I've always been sort of creatively minded I suppose um, and I really I loved Instagram and stuff and so I, I think that kind of got me into the visual end of things of, of why I like photography um, but learn taking a, a digital SLR camera and having to learn all the what this feature does and how how to do this thing and, and how to take this type of photo and what's the best time of day to go to this certain place and and what's the best type of light to take that photo or if I'm taking a picture of a person how to pose them how should they be looking at me or through me or above me or to the side uh, should should they be turned this way or that way uh, should they have this type of expression on their face or another type of expression on, on their face and from from doing that and starting from the very beginning, um, it takes a takes a lot of practice to become any way kind of good. Now I wouldn't say I, I would openly admit that I think I'm I'm an okay photographer o- overall, but uh, in in the grand scheme of things, there's still a lot of areas that that I can improve on. And I think one of the most important lessons from self development is the fact that sometimes it can take you a long time to 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 get to that just being okay kind of level, sort of five or six out of 10. And it, it takes an awful long time to reach that sometimes. And it's important just to to really tell yourself that it's that it's okay to maybe take a lot of crap pictures before you'll, you'll produce a really, really good one. Um, and it, it's true, like, um, but a lot of people get get disheartened by that because they're they're sitting on Instagram and they and they they're, if they're into photography, they maybe follow a dozen different photographers that, that they know of or maybe through through Instagram or photographers they know and they're seeing all these amazing photographs that these photographers are producing and they think to themselves, why can't I get this and why can't I get that? And it's there, there's a certain impatience to it. Uh, but I think that's why it's important to try and try and learn from those different areas. So I'm yes, I'm trying to do as much of it as I can myself because I think, well, 
I have to, I have to, I have to be able to do it myself. I, I can't have someone else do it for me, and I, I can't have a YouTube video do it for me, or I can't have a website do it for me. Uh, and so you have to, you have to be able to do it yourself. But it's important to utilize all those different tools. So, like, mm-hmm. um, there's a photographer that we both know called called Stephen Hanna, uh, who actually was my wedding photographer as well. Hello, Stephen, if you're listening, by the way. Yeah, um, please subscribe. You haven't, you haven't given me tickets yet to Iceland, which I'm still waiting on, but sure. Um, Stephen Hanna was actually one of the first guests on this inspiration, by the way, um, mm-hmm. which was actually February this year, so. Yeah, he was one of the initial speakers. But like Stephen, Stephen is a photographer uh, in his own right and is uh, exceptionally talented and just through getting to know Stephen and asking, asking him questions and building up sort of a relationship through uh, social media and whatnot, and then, uh, well, could I come out with you some uh, some evening to uh, to practice and, and sort of learn a few more things <coughs> off you? Like, there were things that I just couldn't, things I would never have learned from YouTube or a podcast or a website or just trying, trying it myself, that I just needed him hmm. to show me it those uh, those few things to help me become a better version of, of a photographer. So you think then that spending time with people that know more about the subject that you're interested in? Oh, it's key. It's yeah, key. 100%. Like you, it's just a form of mentoring. Hmm. And like I, that might, I might not ever, I, I hope I am, I, I do eventually uh, get a chance to go out with, with Stephen again and take more photographs. But that if that was the only time that I ever spent photographing with Stephen Hanna, it was a tremendous success because of those small small number of things that I excelled at now because I because I learned it from him. Uh, which again is an important point because like you someone could say a, a lot of people won't read a book because they might think, well I'm only gonna learn a couple of things from it. Mm-hmm. But there's still a couple of things that you never would have known. Like there's still there's still value in, in and in, in incredibly small things that are out there. Hmm. A side note, um, Stephen had actually asked me, and I didn't only realise Ethan was going as well, to like, was it some field in Bangor? It was the Rihanna tree in Bangor. The, the one that was tree. all over the, the newspapers. Back, she back when Rihanna was, 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 was dancing sort of suggestively around this tree, um, Stephen had said, uh, me, oh, do you want to come with me some night? Like, they might... It was at twelve o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. Like that, but uh, we were taking star, taking a picture of the stars over the tree. Turned out I actually caught up out of sickness, and it would be like two hours before it was due to go, and I couldn't go. But so he says, anyway. No, it was pretty bad to be honest. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I always I'm really interested always in um, people like Stephen, or people like that are. Like, they're so excellent at their craft, and it's, it's so clear to see that the years they've put in and to hone it. But I love seeing guys like that in action, um, and the, the, even guys, guys like Stephen, over we're, we're chatting about about him. He's, you can pass later, Stephen. It's okay, mate. Um, or buy his coffees or something. But um, it's really cool. Like he's got a really cool vlog. What I like about it is he he talks you through his settings. Like I'm not a photographer by any means. Like I'm not. I can hardly use my laptop sometimes or my phone, <laughs> to be really honest. But it's so interesting for me to um, to see somebody talk about why they're doing this to get such a shot or talking about things like long exposure stuff. I don't really know what that is. And I'll leave that to you guys to 
to make more sense of. But no, I, th I think it's really interesting. I think it's really interesting um, the relationship between soft development and how it can relate to your career or business. So again, we, we can just go Stephen for a bit. Like, I think he, I love his story and that's why I wanted him to speak honest at the very start is because he it's just somebody I've known for a long time, but like, I love that he he had this passion that he on the side and he, he worked in the job and he he started doing a shoot like a few weddings and, and different things and he's like, oh, I wanna I think the next day, sure, I'm gonna go full time with this. You know, I'm gonna go full time and eventually did. He took the jump and because of his passion, because of the the time and effort he spent trying to practice and refine what he's doing, now he's won all these. How many awards has he won now? Or He's, well, he's at least won two, I think it's two Landscape Photographer of the Year awards, I think, last this year and last year, I think. Every every few months you see him in a tuxedo. He's at some awards thing that he, for, he's either been nominated or won. But that type of, the effort that he's put in to get to where he's at, I think is worth it because he's got a great life, you know, and I think even, but he, he just seems to be so fulfilled. Mm. And I think, I think that's probably the biggest part of self-development in the sense that um, when you get this certain level of like mastery over the thing you're trying to get good at, it brings so much freedom, um, especially if that was like a passion or hobby, you know, it really opens so many doors, you know, so. I think that that's important to note is, is the opening of doors because you can take something, like to me, photography isn't related to anything that I do. It's uh, like, I, I don't take photographs when I'm working as a physio, when I don't take photographs uh, when I'm doing research at the uni. And, but from, from, be, from being able to know how to do that and know how to do it fairly well, I can, I can then put myself forward in a number of different situations. So uh, th there will be a stage maybe during my research where I will have to record some video. And so I now know how to do that because I tried to push myself as much as I could and, and learning how to, how to use a camera properly. And so in any situation where, since I've come on board into Honest, where I've needed a camera or needed to take a picture or needed to use, take a video of something, I've I've been there to know how to set it up, know how to, uh, so like at our last event, we, we recorded all the, all the talks. And yeah, I, you might have been able to sort of bluff your way through it, but at the same time, I was able to set it up to what I thought were the best settings for that situation, mm. and but I'm not. I'm just giving that as as a personal example. You can use you can use the same thing for any kind of situation. So let's say, uh, let's say you and your your colleagues and and your place of work are on a are on a business trip to I don't know like Berlin or something. Some business and, trip. And so let's well it happens. So <laughs> let's say let's say you arrive in Berlin and. Uh, you you get lost and your 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 phones aren't working properly. It's all hypothetical, but let's say you're in this situation. But you, as uh, as a hobbyist, who someone who was able to uh, go out on hikes and expeditions and go camping and do a bit of orienteering and knowing how to use the compass and knowing how to how to use a map, you can navigate around that city just based on a, a little primitive knowledge. But if you try and if you're someone who applied yourself and really tried to push your own self-development in those areas, just learn those skills. As mundane as being able to tell where north is, 
in that situation that's incredibly helpful mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you become the person who saved uh, saved this group of colleagues and being able to get to the meeting on time because you just knew how to do that now that's all that's all hypothetical but it's it, you can translate that across into any kind of mundane task or mundane uh, mundane chore or responsibility that might suddenly be sort of laid upon you it's so interesting though like even things like that that I think um yeah, so for, I think, <clears throat> I think we've established that self-development is just simply spending time with something and getting good at it um, and good at something that can really improve your life. So, for example, my uncle, Les, he's like a fantastic chef and it's just like something he's into. Um, it's just like something he's really excelled over the years and we learned and just had an interest in, but now, like, see the amount of parties that he can cook for, mm. people coming around, or he's he's even started like a food blog. Really, yeah. really cool, like you know, and um, like he's he's he, him as as a hobby chef mm-hmm. uh, has provided value not only to his own life but to so many others uh, in his life, his friends yeah. and his family, and to people reading his blog. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that that's that's given people a purpose and. Uh, it's it's only through through self development is as you really is where you really sort of fi- find that purpose and, and really allow it to flourish. I think, I think even like it just makes an interesting person. You mm. know, I think if you if you meet somebody and they just sort of let it slip that like oh they, they do a bit of this or do a bit of that, but you find out they're actually really class at it. Like it mm-hmm. really makes them interesting. Um, but you only get to that stage through through trying. There, there's so many people out there that they think well. What would I want? Like, like I'm, I'm a terrible cook, right? and they don't, they don't try and push themselves, and they don't try and challenge themselves, which again is a very important part of of self development. Like, you can only, you can only read so many books and watch so many YouTube videos, mm. but uh, you have to actually get get down and down into the trenches and, and learn how to learn how to do it yourself. Uh, without that challenge, you, you're not going to become as as good of a version as you can be. Like for if we go back to the photography example, there there's been times where I've been asked to take maybe a certain type of picture for someone, uh, or for a group or an organisation, or, or just a picture that I want to take myself, and I've never done it before. I don't actually know how to do it, but. And that's and that's a challenge in itself. But just by accepting that challenge and, and trying to do it, and forcing yourself to learn how to, how to do it, forcing yourself to to undergo that pressure is is how you're uh, molded into say a better photographer. But again, you can translate that across and, into any skill or any any attribute. Um, going on the whole trying thing, I think it's it's really interesting. I think it's a good valid point. Um, I think anybody who knows me. Um, we would always like kind of joke that I just like try things, like new hobbies and stuff, even stuff that I've, like over the years that I've maybe tried, but like just haven't really got it or enjoyed it. So I, I, even things that I've tried, tried boxing, tried rugby, tried. I think I went to one BJJ class, Virginia Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Ethan's no. been at me for not not with you, but like, he's <laughs> been at me for for weeks to. Go to BJJ. No, hold on. No, you said that you you approached me and said that you wanted to go. Well, um, if all our listeners could really rally behind Mark and force him to go to a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu 
uh, class that'll be greatly appreciated. So I'll, I'll give you a wee quick story of maybe the reason why I, I haven't. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went years ago, um, 2-1, I think it was some place in Antrim or something, and um, I got paired up with this guy who I would say comfortably he was maybe like um, 23, 24 stone, and that's a wee bit heavier than me, like a good bit. Um, and he, a lot taller, but like he, we were paired off and he, we were like, he, he's basically just sitting on me. I'm just like, I don't really like this, this is a bit weird. <laughs> um, so I don't really want to go do that again. <laughs> so, But again, like that's, that's a type of... Um, I've tried it, I've it's, tried it. It's a sense of, it's a sense of feeling uncomfortable that, that you, you sort of have to force yourself through. I, I was the same, although I didn't maybe find it as uncomfortable as, as, as Mark did. Uh, I found that it was really, really frustrating the first couple of weeks I was at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because I was, I don't know, well, in the past a lot of my training has been at the gym and I suppose there is a certain element of strength there and I'm being able to push through a certain degree of difficulty. But when you match that sheer strength with perfected technique which to me a lot of these uh, a lot of these other uh, other guys at BJJ had um, I was just really gutted I was really um, I suppose disheartened I suppose to how bad I was but as, as, as the weeks went on I you just started to learn really really small techniques really small uh, things that I could do to, to put myself in, in a better position, uh, to put myself uh, into uh, into an advantaged position, or or even to pre- sort of present my own opportunity to to go on on the offensive uh, as opposed to constantly being on mm. on the defensive. And it's like I've maybe been going six or seven weeks now. Um, I think, and like I'm I'm still I'm by no means good at all, but I've I can. See, you could nearly chart like the the minute progression along the way, and for some people that that progression will will be a lot faster, and and for others it will be even slower than than mine if if there is such a thing. The thing but, is, uh, the thing is, you really enjoy it. Yeah, it's but but I enjoy it. I I, I don't enjoy it just for the sake of enjoyment. I I enjoy it because it's specifically stimulating because it's really challenging it's, it's intact like I, I never before this I never took part in any type of combat sports or anything like that at all so like you play like is it badminton or something normally or something well I, well I play badminton and go to the gym and stuff as well like they're not really related at all uh, whereas you're going into this into BJJ and they are uh, all experienced or most of them are experienced and in, in at least one combat sport such as BJJ or maybe multiple ones or they may be uh, experienced in MMA or, uh, or, or or they followed it all their lives uh, but a big shout out actually to RMNU which is Robson Mora uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, they're the guys that run the class and Marty and Gavin who are the uh, are the main instructors I, I think uh, well I don't I don't know if that's the right term but they're the guys that run it in, in Balamina so uh, if you're interested in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, contact them on Facebook or MNU Balmina. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, just a wee plug. Um, it has to be done. No, it does. It does. Yeah, so I think 
Yeah, just just a thing to get better. Something you have to enjoy it. I think because I think that gets you through the times where it is uncomfortable or maybe the things that the aspects of it like like getting choked out or getting headbutted or need or something. BJJ can't be that pleasant. Um, it's not overly a draw for me, but <laughs> um, but it's not even that. I, I should like I, I get your point about enjoyment, mm-hmm. and that's that's very important in a lot of different cases. But to, I think I think my my problem is that everything in life isn't always done because of enjoyment. It's it's done because of of an overarching purpose. So mm-hmm. my, my purpose isn't isn't necessarily to enjoy BJJ, even though I do. Uh, but it's my purpose in BJJ is is to come out on top. It's to yeah. to to overcome the fact that some other guys also trying to sub- force me into submission or or choke me out or get the pass on me uh, or or whatever it might be. And like if you're you you might like you could take a charity worker for example who um, you you would think it strange if, if the only reason why why someone was was doing charity work and say uh, say a third world country in Africa or something like that there you'd find it strange if the only reason that they done that was because they enjoyed it uh, there's there's a there's a greater purpose to what they're doing and and that will all, nearly always if not always uh, supersede the, mm. the the person's enjoyment in that but but with other things enjoyment definitely is uh, it's, it's very significant and in, in your overall reason for doing it Especially in a sport, like why would you do a sport that you don't enjoy? Like, no, no. You can't. You, I suppose you can make that argument that there's, uh, there's rarely, if ever, a reason, like a greater purpose other than enjoyment of sport. Well, maybe health. I suppose health. You, 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 yeah, you could make that argument. So you could have someone who detests any kind of exercise or any kind of sport, but their purpose is to lower their blood pressure because if not, they're going to die. Yeah. So, so for me at the minute. Um, the last month or two, I decided to go up really early. So I got up at like 20 past five in the morning um, and go to the gym for six. And my only real reason to go there is obviously to get slightly fitter, get better, but also really it helps me clear my head for the day ahead. Um, helps me really work a lot better more, and more productive. And that's kind of the reason I do that. But let's, let's circle back. Did you enjoy getting up at that time? I do now. The, oh, you do now, but at the start? Uh, at the start, no, it was definitely it's definitely very hard sometimes. A challenge, but you had a purpose behind it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think even to move into how it's relevant maybe for us in like a business sense or um so I I started my first business kind of based on I, I wasn't overly fitting in with my my job, I used to work for um, a large car retailer um, and I used to sell cars. And looking back now, it's laughable because it really wasn't for me at all. Um, really enjoyed the crack with the guys in the showroom. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good fun, but was it something that I um, was going to do? Probably not. But so then I, I started a business and then. So somehow I started a business um, writing CVs for people. And it's, it's funny now because I've been at it for three years and now I, I can say it because I've had to work flipping hard to actually get good at what I was offering. But at the start, 
just thankful for all people that believed in me at the start <laughs> because um, it was basically, I had no other choice, I suppose, in, in terms of I just needed to get good at it. I needed mm. to get better at it. So e- even in terms of running the business, even in terms of, you know, how, how do you get new clients? Or how, how do you even help the clients? How do you, um, how do you write a CV? You know, and this is all kind of stuff that at the start I maybe like, didn't maybe see... I suppose that the bigger picture importance, but um, I knew you had to get good at it. So, but thankfully now, because I have I'd spent that like like time, like, even when even when I was a wee boy, like my writing was atrocious. I th- somehow I've got an, an English degree to my name, um, but back when I started my business, my grammar was was horrendous, um, which I get pulled up at all. Pulled up on it all the time now. <laughs> now, now, now because I'm not critical of it and I kind of I'm able to spot grammar and different mistakes. But honestly, like when I when I finished my English degree, like see like adverbs and adjectives and all this stuff, I just like, I was supposed to know. It's like I don't actually know what they mean. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 a big plus for university there. Um, <laughs> go to uni, learn all this stuff, which you don't really get taught. But um, yeah, so. I guess with all that, I I just had to get good at something because it, uh, it was it was my income, it was my mm. my business, and thankfully, after you know like a lot of months, I was beginning to see that I actually was I was I was reasonable at it, you know, and um, and you can break down you can break down even all, all the the hundreds of of different mundane tasks that are involved in and running a business so like you mark mark had to learn how to how to make a sale how to become good at sales because he's 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 selling a, a service or, or a product that's that's probably I, I would say the biggest thing for people starting a business then that's probably the only thing that will help you really make traction is getting good at selling yeah um so that could be a podcast in itself i, I think i think it's a podcast <laughs> in itself and, um i'm actually going to like Use an example, a good friend of ours, James Scullion, um, he's rapid marketing. Um, James hasn't even been out in his own a year yet, but in a year he's grew like an amazing business, um, a business that really, really helps other businesses grow and improve their social media presence and their marketing. Um, they're not losing money in, in Facebook ads, they don't know how they run, all that kind of stuff, but he, you know, the reason I think he's got as far as he has in as short a time as he has is, is because he can sell. Yeah. It's good with people and he, he's not leading down a garden path. He's able to connect with people but he's able to sell himself in that way. You know, I think that's something that so many people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but like then you're again come bringing that back to self, to self-development. So like you're, you're Mark Mark is is selling a service. He needs to be able to sell the fact that you should go you should go to Mark to get to get a new CV or, or help writing a CV or, or or whatever that might be. So there's uh, is it Grant Cardone sell or be sold or something or yeah uh, so, some, something like that there. So Grant Cardone has has an audio book about about making becoming better at being a salesman really, and there, there's hundreds of different audio books and books about about that that topic. But let's say. Let's say before you listen to that book, you are a 4.0 out of 10 being good at selling something. If that gets you to 4.1, that, that's a benefit to you. 
And you, you might have you might have to read read a hundred books before you get to being an eight or a nine or a mm. ten out of ten. But your business is going to appreciate that in, in the long run. Absolutely. Uh, and again, it might not just be sales. It's uh, it could be any other type of thing. So like Mark running his own business has to be able to know how to do his books. So uh, learn how to do that mm-hmm. properly and mm-hmm. and. Uh, and forcing yourself to learn what th- certain things mean and what implications this has for the business and for my tax and yeah. and or it could be something entire so all his works on, on on a computer so if something goes wrong with his computer what does he do he, he needs he needs to have at least usually cry <laughs> at, at least at least some kind of at least primitive understanding of how all all these different things work because when when all hits the fan it's especially during the very early stages of a business or a venture you you don't have the cash to turn to someone else to to get you out of that hole you need you need to have some indication of how to do something yourself which is you 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 can make the argument about why a jack of all trades isn't a very good position to be in but when you don't have anyone else to rely on or have any other resources to rely on the only other person is yourself and so so like like a perfect example of that like um in the first few months of starting my business, I I knew that selling was something I'd be better at. And I knew, well, I need to get better at that. But, oh, but there's guys that can do that for me. So there's a few guys that, these online guys, or there's this business in England that I contact, I think, and they, they kind of go and sell on your behalf. But then when they were hitting me for like, they said, oh, that would probably cost you about, you know, a thousand pound or, and I was like, that's quite a lot of money to me at that stage you know that's quite a lot of that's like no I can't afford that like no and so I just had to do it myself and I had to get good sort of selling and speaking to people and um, really going out there and trying to just just be known for what I'm doing you know and and I think certainly with with a business like like yours and you're working one-on-one with a lot of clients you're it's a very personal thing and so being able to, to learn those skills in a personal way, uh, in, an, in an individual way, is, is going to be a testament to that individuality that you, you push with, with your product and with your service. Uh, but I think I do think it's an important point to note that there, there will be a certain point where as your business grows and gets to a certain size, you'll be able to delegate that stuff to, to other people. And that, that's maybe, again, another podcast in and of itself and, and how to scale your business. We're not saying that you, like, from from the day you start your business to the day you die, you're going to have to do everything yourself because you will not be able to do that. <laughs> uh, but there's... So classic example would be honest inspiration. Um, thankfully, we are very different people, me and Ethan. Um, there's things that we do that we're better at that than each other. And Ethan has the whole, even the fact that we have a podcast, even the fact that um, we have a video and we have a bit of a brand and photos and edits and like that, that's all Ethan. Like, like if you were checking out our Instagram, you could definitely see when he came on board because it just got good, <laughs> you know. And, but there's things that... There's other things that, that, that Mark, Mark is exceptionally better at than I am. And it's... If you want to feel it, it's okay. Wait, like, wait, I'm not going to like, like... Well, like, you're, even, take, even taking your ability to, to network and just approach people in, in established, uh, or, or if, uh, which is a coffee shop or, or any other place in, in Northern Ireland, it wouldn't, Mark wouldn't bat an eyelid. Now, I, I maybe could do it, but 
and it's maybe it's definitely something I want to try and get better at is, is, is the ability to just go up and approach someone like that uh, for for the sake of getting to know them and there's there's hundreds of different things that, that Mark's better at than I am and, and I'm better at than he is and Joe Bloggs who we might bring on in the business next year uh, could is better at than both of us and uh, but again like at, at that early stage is like when when Mark was first first starting Honest or when he's first starting Think CV, like the, the onus was on him uh, and to, to shy away from that responsibility is, is the worst thing you can do when it comes to self-development. Yeah, I think even the networking thing, I think even like that, even kind of getting to know people, I think I think that is one of my strengths, but that's only a strength because of flipping spent four or five years really trying to do that. And yeah, trying to Mark's an expert there because he went through his own self-development and getting to that stage. And, and I suppose now as a result of that, thankfully I do. Thankfully I know some really interesting people, really good people. Um, and our business, Honest Inspiration, like a lot, a lot of the guests and a lot of the the opportunities that we've been, we've been presented with is because Mark pushed that. And yeah, like I would I would say like eighty to ninety percent of of all all opportunities that we have is is because of that. Which which is quite cool. So um, just let me show you, Mister Ian Bryan from Omar Bass. He's a resident entrepreneur. He's just looking in here, just saying hello. He's <laughs> he's a cool guy uh, we need to, by the way if you're interested in coming to see Omar Bass I would recommend you should it's, it's a fantastic place for networking um, and all that kind of stuff I think there's so many good people here and I flipping love it I really do Ian's an amazing guy he he sold a business a few years ago and now he mentors businesses on the Ignite scheme and Propel scheme through Invest NI so you need to get the new Ian. We're doing a lot of plugs here, Mark. Just really, really start charging people for this. No, no, Ian can get that for free. He's a good, <laughs> good guy. So, um, yeah, I think what what time are we on here? Is that? Uh, it's about thirty eight minutes. That's that's not bad. Go on. I think we've done better today. I think we should probably. I uh, will. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. Uh, we'll wrap, wrap up now. But the it's it's something self development. Something that every everyone should take on board even even if you're not running a business and although we have talked a lot about that today um you're you will benefit from from applying the the, the principles of self-development in, in your own life no matter what what uh what path you're on right now uh, if you try to be try to be the best uh, version of of yourself and each of those different hobbies each of those different skills each of those different aspects of your career you will benefit because of it you'll become the guy in the office that people will go to for certain skills and you'll, you'll become you'll become the girl in that uh, in that sports club that, that people will rely on and and it, it takes different lengths of time for different people to get there but it's only through through pushing yourself through those, all those different challenges that you'll reach it. And you'll just be a fundamentally better, more interesting and nicer person, I think. So, um, no, that was a lot of fun today. Um, I think we kind of relaxed a bit more today. <laughs> um, so thanks very, very much for listening, everybody, and we hope you have a brilliant week, a brilliant Definitely. day. Um, if there's anything we can help you with or anybody that you'd like to meet or anybody you'd like to have on, just let us know. Um Definitely send us, we got a lot of good feedback last week, but I'm sure there's probably a dozen different things that we can improve on as well. Or if there's anything that you want us to, to talk about or 
or, or a, a certain a certain topic or a certain area that you you think would be a good idea for our listeners um, or just for for a bit of a laugh send us a message uh, again uh, we're on Instagram at honest inspo that's I N S P O and we're on Facebook under honest inspiration uh, definitely go check us out there give us a like give us a follow and uh, please subscribe to the podcast as well uh, we had a massive 65 listeners of the <laughs> last last episode which is to be honest about 10 times more than I thought there was going to be uh, but definitely subscribe and uh, check us out let us know what you think and we'll hopefully see you next week thanks guys